Welcome back to the Beast Game Podcast. And today we are talking about the Tomorrow War, which I guess was going to come out in the theaters and then pushed to Amazon Prime. And it's directed by Chris McKay and has been known for the Lego Batman series. The writer is Zach Dean. It stars Chris Pratt, mostly. It's pretty much a Chris Pratt movie. And again, if it had came out in the theaters, it would have likely bombed, which it probably did, <laughs> did this weekend. The synopsis is a family man is drafted to fight in the future war where the fate of humanity relies on his ability to confront the past. Is that it's around Christmas time when the movie starts. It's current day. Chris Pratt is driving home. He's trying to get a job. He used to be in the military, but he's now working as a science teacher. They're watching the World Cup. World Cup, right in the middle of the field. There's a electrical disturbance. Some soldiers from the future, about 30 years from now, there'll be an alien invasion. We're here to warn you and recruit people to fight in this future war. So the aliens are called the White Spikes. Chris Pratt's character used to be in the military. He's then drafted. There's a whole process for people to be drafted based off the fact that he's supposed to die in like another couple of years. So they had drafted him to be in that. And there's this whole issue between his family. His family doesn't want him to go. And his daughter, very young at this point, doesn't really understand. But he tries to explain to his daughter that he wants to see her grow up in a world that is not invaded by aliens. I want to say it might be the Dominican Republic for boot camp. And there's a whole bunch of untrained people alongside of this. So they're just grabbing any and everybody that fits the bill that they could fight in the future. Called upon the think whatever group that Chris Pratt's character is in, company that he's in, gets called up. And then that kind of leads to them getting sent to the future. So they can communicate to the future and communicate back. But there was like some rules about how you can do that, why you can do it. He meets up with another commander in the future that seems to know a lot about Chris Pratt's character. So, Matt, how do you feel about the Tomorrow War? With the drought of movies that's going on, I'm thankful for this movie. I am because it gave me something to watch on a Saturday night. However, what it is with Hollywood and their plots that don't make any sense. They don't think a lot of stuff through. There's a lot of things to me that didn't make sense in the movie, but from a pure popcorn perspective, it was fun to watch given the drought of movies. Agree with you wholeheartedly that if it was in the movie theaters, it would likely bomb, but it was great because I could watch this in the comfort of my own home, despite the crazy insaneness and the mixture of movie plots from the 90s that was put together all in 2021. It was very different to watch. It was kind of like watching a combination of those 90s movies and a couple of the movies the last couple of years. Yeah, I think I mentioned to you guys all in your it living room. felt a lot like Starship Troopers. Yes, it was like Starship Troopers, Aliens. Also, Edge of oh. Tomorrow. It was a combination. Last of Us. Yeah, yeah. It was like all of that put together. If you even had the slightest liking to any of those, like, all right, this is pretty cool. But you know what this movie suffers from? It suffers from Transformers The Last Night. And what I mean by that is the most vital portion of the movie is saved by someone. And I don't even know what school where they went. High school? Middle school? Uh, I know what you're talking about. Again, and, uh, it, and it a is, biology teacher a, saves them? Because there's two characters like that. 
in this movie. So there's a Hollywood trope about always having a very neurotic, constantly speaking character that nobody pays attention to for most of the movie. They're really only there for comedic effect until they're called upon to be the savior in a certain situation. It also happened in that Kong versus Godzilla, like whatever that thing was. But there's two characters like that. So there's one that is basically aligned with Chris Pratt's character through basic training and the the whole mission. And then the one high school kid that you're talking about at the end. But go ahead. I mean, it was entertaining to watch. I think what I don't understand, and I don't know if you want to talk about this now, but like the common sense of it. I mean, with all the retired veterans, I understand that under 1% of the people actually join and serve the military, that you would take school teachers and janitors, take them into the future. And then to me, it didn't make any sense that- With very little training. (laughs) Yeah, with very little training to fight a- creature that they didn't know about and not even tell them where their weak spots were like you're sending people for suicide it's essentially what it is yeah. it is future suicide that like oh okay go ahead and fight these people that you know nothing about and ha- who you don't know of any of the weaknesses the bullet mags were just going for like way too long yeah nobody's shooting for that long with a- yeah like they held it on the trigger and honestly they probably emptied the clip into 10 seconds and He's going down the stairs, rat tat tat tat, rat tat tat. I was like, ugh. And then the the consistency of shooting these aliens in one portion, you're shooting them and their limbs are coming off, and that's towards the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning of the movie, they're just bullet sponges. Yeah, they're not even affected by this. They're still chasing after them until there's either a shotgun or an axe or something that kills them. Normal guns does nothing. Early part of the movie, end part of the movie. They just pick them apart. Oh, yeah. Those guns towards the end were tearing stuff up. And I don't know what it is with Hollywood. And, like, as your point guy, you don't want your point guy with a shotgun unless it's close combat. In this unless case, it wasn't something close. Like <laughs> because the shotgun will spread out when shot anyways. Great for up close because you're just done. But why would you have him as your point guy when the alien's 20, 30, 50 feet away? It, it yeah, does nothing. I, think, I want to say there was one scene. They were running down the hallway, and dude was just buckshotting, pray and pray with the shotgun. And that does not work like that Mm-mm. in normal sense. Like, somebody's going to get hit with something. I was thinking of The Last of Us 2 because you hear the sounds. Talking about Transformers, that end part of the movie was ripped from the first or second one because it was that Megatron was already here. You Why are we relying on kids to save the world when they have scientists who have decades and decades and decades and decades of experience? And they couldn't figure out that the they were already here. Yeah, like, oh, well, it's uh, Russia and they looked up shit on Google. What? Yeah. Google? Yeah. I mean, it was a great guess, and I get it. Even the guy, they were trying to explain, like, hey, this is here, and blah, blah, blah. And I thought they said it would take 30 years for it to thaw. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it would take 30 years to thaw. How come they went there the same day, and then things were fresh? Because that went into the aliens' territory. I guess alien, what, Prometheus territory. Yes, I was thinking that shit, too. I was like, Prometheus? Why is it that we keep having all these young people saving the world? Well, Matt. Like a high schooler. A high schooler? 
Matt, that now there's a big push about enabling children the best they can be to be special and you can make a difference. It's really just a Hollywood trope about again, having that super intelligent kid that knows too much that people dismiss. Just like we have to have something that they explain it. So let's create a kid that knows too much. The random kid that talks about volcanoes during class the whole time. He's like, I just want to go go to not NATO. That was very early on that this one kid, random kid in, in the class wants to talk about Volcano because it's, again, just a writing. We have some continuity between why this happened at the end of the movie because we had put some super intelligent kid at the beginning of the movie, but... He was just there. He didn't really serve a point or a part. Yeah, so this movie reminded me of Starship Troopers. Yes, it did. Aliens, Edge of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. Jurassic World, that Rampage movie. Rampage, you know what? I didn't even think to look at that. But it, it does remind me. Yeah, yeah, it does. Amalgamation of every plot that could possibly be in a more recent science fiction movie wrapped up in this future plot because the future stuff is important. And they also have to have another character that is also a child be important to the future. Point that I thought the movie had ended. I'm like, all right, movie's over. I thought so too. <laughs> and then there was like a whole nother like 30 some minutes. I'm like, oh, like why is this going on? 30 minutes. Yeah. It, I want to say it's maybe one of those Mark Wahlberg Transformers that it started to remind me of that it just got super silly. So it's basically the Mark Wahlberg transformers mixed with Prometheus. And that is like really the end of the movie transformers where Megatron was actually already in a glacier somewhere in Antarctic that 30 minutes just kind of ruined the movie for me. So after the movie was done, I'll just hit the text to all the fellas was like yeah this movie's dumb <laughs> this was but you have to admit it was something nice and refreshing to watch no not no 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 this was going to be put out by paramount and it was supposed to come out at some point last year so this had just been sitting on the shelf for however long and they just had to put it out so it just happens when these studios need to dump movies Netflix and Amazon seem to be the companies grabbing these movies to put them on their service. The special effects weren't very good. The story overall just, it felt rushed at the beginning. And then I thought the movie's over. The movie's just long for no reason because there's extra 30, 40 minutes of, hey, well, we actually figured out what's actually going on. And then. Special effects were like really, really bad. It also kind of reminds me of like Gears of War. Again, it was just a whole bunch it of stuff. It did. It did. I think it did. Yeah. yeah. You're talking about The Last of Us, and it's all green screen. So it's not really believable until they're either in a physical building. And that's it. I mean, was this a good movie to put out 4th of July weekend, The Tomorrow War? Not really. Matt, what score would you give The Tomorrow War? Despite the ridiculousness of, of some of the plots and the unrealistic portion of it, I think part of this also comes to timing. I was entertained, believe it or not. 
despite all the previous reviews that I've done before, I would give this a seven. I really would. Mm. If this was playing on TV, I'd definitely watch it again because it's, it's entertaining. There's action. It benefited off of timing because there's nothing else to watch until next week. So I would give it a seven because it, it was entertaining. And I will leave it at that. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to give this a three. You didn't find at least a little bit of it entertaining. No. I would maybe say when the movie started, it seemed okay, but then just started hitting a lot of beats that other movies have done. I would just call this a very derivative movie, and that's the problem with it. So the Starship Troopers comparisons are pretty thick in this movie, particularly the basic training sequences, the Johnny Rico is... Chris Pratt's character. The other side of it is more Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow had done the feature-ish, hey, something happens, we need to figure it out, but we're doing something with time. Time is the key. And again, it just felt like there was just too much stuff that showed up in other movies for me to actually enjoy it. So I think that's where my issue is and also the white spikes kind of looked like the characters from edges of tomorrow it reminded me of that poke on on with uh, the things coming out their back starship troopers they was also trying to hunt down the mother alien and they would like dragging the mother alien out of a, a cave or something similar thing happens in this movie the queen reproducing anyway yeah and same thing also happens in edges of tomorrow where you need to hunt down the lead alien, the, the alien that's planning all this in order to destroy the other one. So, yeah, I mean, again, very derivative movie. And uh, I can see Matt 7, but don't necessarily agree with it. <laughs> that's a Beast Game podcast.